Hi, this is the House Call Doctor's quick and dirty tips for taking charge of your health, and I'm your host, Dr. Madged. If you've ever been to Southern California, you must know that the weather can actually be dry all year round. It is, after all, the desert. Wintertime is even worse. Every year around this time, I start to feel akin to a dried-up alligator, desperate for the swamp. Needless to say, dry skin is a symptom that many patients also suffer from this season, regardless of their habitat. You may have heard of a related skin condition called eczema that tends to flare up around this time of year as well. What is eczema? How do you know if what you have is eczema or if it's simply dry skin? And how can you best prevent and treat these dry, irritating skin conditions? I'll answer that and more in our podcast today. But first, a short word from our sponsor that truly makes this podcast possible. Do you ever wonder who invented the Chinese takeout container? Or do you wonder what Jane Austen's favorite ketchup was? Is Alton Brown your spirit animal? If so, check out the fun podcast, Hungry Squared, hosted by Sharon Titus and Winner Red, where they talk about the nerdy side of food, meaning food science, food history, food design, interesting stuff. Plus, they love giving advice to people with food and relationship problems. Join Hungry Squared weekly for food nerdery. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. So let's answer the first question. What is eczema? In essence, eczema is extremely dry skin. Think of dry skin severity as on a spectrum. On one end is dryness that is mild and not bothersome, and on the other end of the spectrum lies severe scaling, red, and sometimes crusty and blistering distinct patches. These patches feel dry, irritated, and inflamed. They tend to be very itchy and not uncommonly contain scratch marks and scabbing within the rashes as well. The fancy doctor lingo that refers to eczema is termed atopic dermatitis, where derm refers to the skin. And as I've mentioned throughout previous posts, itis actually reflects inflammation. So in this case, derm and itis really means inflammation of the skin. And the word atopic denotes an allergic type of immune response. Those with asthma and allergies, which are also immune-mediated, have a higher risk of also suffering from eczema. In fact, for some very lucky folks, all three tend to go hand in hand. Most cases of eczema develop before the age of five, and a big genetic component has been found in studies of twins with eczema. Environmental factors such as changes in temperature, heat, dry environments, and chemical skin exposures can trigger symptoms. There is no good evidence, however, that food allergies cause eczema in any way. Also, according to studies, only less than 20% of cases persist beyond childhood. Affected babies often display eczema patches most commonly on the face. That's precisely why baby mittens are a genius invention. If they only worked, though, I tell patients to use socks instead. On the other hand, 
The face is rarely affected in adults with eczema. Hopefully, socks on the hands will never become a fashion trend in adults. The most common body parts affected in adults are the elbow creases and the back of the knees. But it can also occur on the back of the neck, legs, hands, feet, and pretty much anywhere on the body. So before you give up those aspirations of becoming a skin model, know that treatment does exist for acute flare-ups of eczema, and it depends on the severity. If the dryness is mild, a simple moisturizer applied anywhere from one to three times a day may do the trick. But for those more severe eczema patches, they really could use a little extra prescription help. The most commonly used method is a prescription steroid. But sorry, Hans and Franz, those steroids will not do a thing to bulk up those muscles. First of all, the most typical treatment is a topical steroid, not an oral one. And second, those steroids are not the same ones that are used for body enhancement. Steroid ointments also, they tend to have deeper penetration and improved results over steroid creams and lotions. Steroid topicals themselves also lie on a spectrum and the least potent is an over-the-counter cream that you may actually have in your medicine cabinet right now called hydrocortisone that comes in both a 0.5% and a 1% strength. Then there are a multitude of other prescription options with greater potency. Eczema on the hands, feet, and elbows Some of the thickest skin on our bodies may require the most potent forms. And for areas where the skin is actually thin, the least potent is prudent. This is because one of the most feared side effects of these steroid topicals is skin thinning. If heavily applied or used for prolonged durations, the typical recommendation is to apply a very thin layer and only on the affected areas, often no more, than twice a day for no longer than two weeks. For those severe and difficult to control rashes that fail to respond to the topicals, an oral steroid can be prescribed to pull you out of your dry skin misery. And other topical treatments such as Eladil and Protopic are also used for resistant eczema, but they're not first-lined and they are not without risk. So how do you prevent it? There's no cure for eczema. Flare-ups tend to come and go throughout life, but they can be tamed and controlled. The best way to fight eczema, like many other medical conditions, is really to prevent the flare-ups in the first place. Here are a few quick and dirty tips to do just that. Number one, minimize hot showers. Heat is drying to the skin. Therefore, turn down that water temperature to as low as you can tolerate when bathing and simultaneously save on your energy bills. Number two, minimize water exposure. Ironically, the water itself can be drying. So avoid baths and limit showers to no longer than five minutes. And yes, it can be done. Number three, avoid harsh cleansers. Put away this fruity, fragrant, soaps that your grandma gave you at your last birthday and avoid falling for those deodorant soaps at the drugstore while you're at it. Instead, opt for a mild and hypoallergenic soap like Dove or Cetaphil. And lastly, moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. Especially 
during low humidity, dry, cold temperatures, put that Costco membership to good use and invest in a thick, moisturizing topical. Apply it multiple times a day if you need to, including immediately after bathing. Petroleum jelly is the most inexpensive and it works best. However, not ideal if it's rubbing off of your clothing before it has sunk into your skin. Therefore, the next best options include thicker, oilier creams. Examples include Eucerin the Original and Cetaphil. And there you have it, dry skin and eczema in a nutshell. Share your ideas and learn more quick and dirty tips with us on the House Call Doctors Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest pages. And if you learned anything here today, or you simply enjoy all things medical, you can listen and subscribe to the House Call Doctor podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. But please note that all content here really is strictly for informational purposes only. It does not substitute any medical advice, and it doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. So please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks again for listening to this episode of The House Call Doctor. Catch you next time.